All right, it is a wonderful, wonderful show. Time to get your loftus party on. Time to get your mind right, as they say. Uh, we're gonna have a, It's going to be a great show. I'm excited about this because it's going to be a little different. I'm always a fan of a little different in a good way. Here's what happened, you guys. Uh, there was a big, I guess it's a, I guess what you'd call it, a dark magic convention in New Orleans, some kind of voodoo get-together. And uh, Gypsy and and her lover went down to learn some uh, some new tricks with uh, Eye of Newt and a wing of bat. So no, you went you went down to New Orleans for a while. You were drinking hurricanes. You were seeing stand up comedy. You were digging the city, the big mm-hmm. N O. Yep. You and had we, fun. We How many do- days were you down there? We were down there for five full days, and we did do the ghost and voodoo tour, too, so, yeah. (laughs) I was making it up, but that's great. How was the ghost and voodoo tour? It was actually really good. We had a very entertaining guide. Her name was Erin, so give her a shout-out. She was very enthusiastic about all the gory things that have happened in the city she was born and raised in. Um, And some of the stories were a little like, ew, oh, ah, they're coming up on uh, they're coming up on three hundred years yep. down there in the big yep. N O. I have a I have a very uh, it's one of my f- favorite towns. I like I like New Orleans. I like Savannah, Georgia. Those are I those are great towns. Savannah. Those are great towns. It's sad about New Orleans. They're going to have to figure out something because that sucker is sinking. Yep. However, uh, so you enjoyed your voodoo tour. You saw I did. you saw Jerry. You saw Jerry Seinfeld. I did. And he's not, was that politi- he's not politically correct, and he's hysterical. Good for Jerry. Good for Jerry. Yeah. I'm not going to be politically correct. If, a, well, if, he- a, if an Asian does something stupid. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have, I have a little stand-up story for you as well. But he, what, was his, what was his raciest joke? What was his edgiest? Uh, you don't have to tell the bit. You don't have to do the bit. But like, what was the, like the edgiest thing that he even mentioned, that he even touched on? Just mostly, like, things with his wife and kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, Good I, for him. I, My I, kid eats his own boogers. <laughs> My kid, he's a stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, it, it, it was just, it was funny. And That's... there was no politics in it. It was okay. a, a wonderfully traditional stand-up routine. And the guy who opened for him I hadn't met before. It was an African-American man. I guess he's on the Netflix special with him. Oh. So I'm not familiar with him, but. I know who you're talking about. I can't. I can never remember bald, that dude's name. Beard. He's funny, too, and he is yeah. way not politically correct. So He's been. He, I think he's been Jerry's opening act for a million years. Oh, really? Those guys. Okay. Yeah. But this Jerry and I, was gorgeous. gorgeous. Jerry, oh, I love. I almost commented on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, but I got because you, you posted some pictures. Yeah, I love those old theaters. I yep. love them. I love them. I love them. The acoustics are great. Mm-hmm. The there's no bad seat in the house. Not a they one. They knew what they they knew what they were doing back then. Yep. They knew what they were doing. I think so. Good, good I for think, Jerry. And oh my gosh, I almost had the I almost had his opening act's name, and then it, then it escaped me. It sounds like you had a great trip. No, we did. We had a great trip, and it was completely current events free. <laughs> Well, that's what that's, I the, wrote fun, nothing. that's the fun of today's show. I tweeted that's nothing. That's the fun of 
today's show. I'm going to get you caught up. Okay. So for, for the people who are just tuning in, uh, we're going to be kind of all over the board. This is a, a Catch Up the Gypsy show. Uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be talking about the wall funding. We're going to talk talking about uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. We're going to be talking about uh, new taxes in California. We're going to be talking about the Weekly Standard. We're going to be talking about the Strzok and Page texts. We're going to be talking about Opportunity Zones. We're going to be talking about the Deplorable Comedy Tour. It's all here. It's all here. So just hang tight. Grab onto something, even if it's yourself. And we will walk you through this this shotgun blast uh, of a podcast. Now we started off a, a, a little bit about New Orleans, and then I'm and then you that it went to uh, Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and then uh, I have a little. It's a not politically incorrect, but it's it to me. I found it to be very funny. I was at the Ice House uh, a few weeks ago. No, a few nights ago. And the owner was there, and he saw me, and I hadn't been there for a while, living in New York, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he's like, hey, I've got a, uh, I got a private party on Thursday afternoon. You'd be great. You'd be great for this group. And I go, oh, who is it? And he's like, LAPD. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. You know, I'm going to entertain some cops. So I'm driving, uh, I'm driving to the Ice House on Thursday afternoon. Traffic's bad. Uh, I get there. Not just in the nick of time, but like 15 minutes before showtime. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes before I'm supposed to go on. Jackie Fabulous was on the show. Jackie Fabulous, very, very funny girl. So I get the heads up from the owner of the club. He goes, hey, it's not LAPD. And I'm like, what? Because I'm, I'm like thoroughly prepared to, to do like <laughs> cop stuff. Right. And he goes, he goes uh, it's like LA County Auditors. It's just they're all they're all mathematicians and bookworms, and uh, I'm like, oh, well, that's a, a bit of a different vibe. So Jackie gets off stage, the MC goes on, and I go. So I guess I, I say to Jackie, I'm like, so I guess it's not uh, L.A. cops; they're auditors. And she's like, it's a room full of a. I'm doing, I'm doing a bad of Jackie fabulous impression. And she's like, it's a room full of Asians. It's math, people. It's a room full of Asians. And I'm like, sure it is. I'm like, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Right. You know, Asians are good at math. Mm-hmm. So, so just then the guy's like, please welcome to the stage, Michael Loftus. I go on stage. It is a room full of Asians. <laughs> the most, it was shocking. There was like one black girl there. It was hilarious. And that, so that's like your first instinct is to go, wow, uh, you know, I, so the, the, my math people are here. So I, did, I didn't say a word because, you know, it's their Christmas party. Right. They were a lovely group of people. They were a lot of fun. Uh, we had an absolute blast. See, but auditors those, and fun, those aren't two words that I can they see were, in the They were sentence. tearing it up. They were tearing it up. Really? They, they, yeah. Nice. Yeah, those, they were, they were drinking. They were mm-hmm. laughing. So we had a good time. So uh, that's my little that's my little stand. Ooh, I'll do this. I'll do this. This is more stand up news for those. I, I get a lot of people on social media asking about the deplorable tour, uh, but I will tell you this right now: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <clears throat> Our, we have twelve theaters booked. We have twelve theaters booked. We're not going to announce now because we don't want to get lost in the Christmas, New Year, holiday shuffle. 
but mm-hmm. shortly after the new year. So for everyone, I love you. You're listening to the show, and you're like, oh my goodness, they, you know, you're never going to announce. We are. We'll, we'll probably do it in a much bigger fashion than than just the loftusparty.com and the Loftus Party website. It's going to be a, let's just say we're, we're going a little bit higher, but these are some good towns. These are some big towns, and hopefully one of them will be close enough to you guys. You have to come out. I want to meet you. Okay. Ooh, uh, nah, we won't talk about Hannah Gadsby. I don't want to do that. That's too much of a downer. We will talk about oh, she's this. She's awful. Oh, my gosh. Well, here we go. We're talking about Hannah Gadsby. Uh, I, I saw some of her older clips on on YouTube. Was she, she seems, funny? Yes. What she happened? Um, I, I, she like made an artistic choice. It was a she bad one. Art- a really <clears throat> I haven't really I haven't watched one. the whole special, but I was on the I was on Brian Kilmeade's radio show mm-hmm. uh, a little while back, and we were talking about it a little bit. But like for her to declare that comedy is dead and like I get it. She's she's in in her mind, she's doing something very important and it's very heart wrenching and she tells this this horrifying story and my heart just breaks for her. Uh, however, leave it to a comedian to have that kind of an ego to declare <laughs> once they say comedy's dead, like we're all supposed to listen. Like, no, I I think I think we're going to continue on. I, and I think that's what, like, comedy is that emotional kung fu. You, it is, like, there's something wrong with every comedian I know. And you have to do that jujitsu where you use, oh, wow, this horrible thing happened. So now I'm going to use the power of that horrible thing against it and make fun of it, you know, and try to maintain some control. So. Her stuff on YouTube I found to be very funny. I, I couldn't make it through the whole Netflix special. I don't it, – oh, it's just heart-wrenching and bad. However, I will say this. This this will get us into more politics. I saw uh, Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Candace Owens was on Russell Brand's show. Now, okay. I, don't know if, I don't know if they filmed this over in, in England or if they filmed it here, but watch out for Candace Owens. Holy crap. Like, I always knew she was smart. I always dug her. But she goes toe-to-toe with Russell Brand. And, and Russell's no dummy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't care for the guy or, or for what he does. I don't think he my, – my opinion doesn't matter. Candace Owens was delightful. He's coming at her with both guns. She's just cracking up laughing. And not in an in an evil way like making fun of him. She was great. She was she was wonderfully brilliant in this. It's like an hour and a half where she goes toe to toe with Russell Brand, and you can see him. You know, he's trying. He he tries everything. He makes fun of her. He tries to charm her. He tries to flirt with her. She flirts back. She's gorgeous, by the way. Oh, she's very pretty girl. The left should be terrified of Candace. That girl's gonna. She talk about someone who needs her own show, like. Oh my lord, she's I, I believe she's ready. I believe I believe Candace Owens is ready for like a legit the Candace Owens show, like an Oprah style. She has guests, questions from the audience, the whole nine yards. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was wonderful and I enjoyed it. Good. Okay, so we're checking that now we're getting to the big stuff. I love it that you missed stuff. I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. I totally missed it on purpose. I'm like, not doing it. Not, not, not. I, so, so I can't believe the, 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 only, the big one. No. The only what? What did you see? The only thing that 
happened <laughs> was we were walking down by Cafe Du Monde and getting our beignets and our coffee and all this good stuff. And we're walking back and there's two just pitiful hipsters with pink ACLU signs trying to get people to donate. And I just, wow. they started coming at me at me and I'm just like nope I'd rather scoop my eyeball out with a melon baller and just kept walking yeah. they're <laughs> like, like not talking to you people not when not when the ACLU is now actively trying to take away people's uh, civil liberties yeah. amazing <laughs> like hey that big building that you walk into every morning uh, you might want to read the big sign on the wall because right. that's what you're supposed to be doing civil liberties okay so here's what here's what happened Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer went to meet with Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Okay. And, and they're talking about how they're going to work together and how they're not going to work together. The press is there. The press they is there. They televised it? They televised it. I don't know who oh. took the first shot. I don't know how it started. I was lucky enough to be watching it live. Okay. Nan Nancy said something. Donald fires back. Chuck, it, it, there, it, it is, it's awesome. It's awesome. You, you have to watch this thing because Nancy Pence Pelosi, do? Pence is just sitting there, and he took a lot of grief. He took a lot of grief, but he just sat there because listen, Trump was Trump was rope doping these guys. He was getting in some awesome, like he's a counterpuncher, right? and he it was like two on one. And it was fantastic because Nancy's like, Donald's going, I need $5 billion for the wall. We got we to gotta do the wall. And Nancy's like, well, you have uh, the Congress and you have the Senate and you have the White House. And Trump just puts his hand up and like interrupts her. He goes, Nancy, Nancy, you know that's, you know how, you, you know that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, I can pass it in Congress. I don't have the votes in the Senate. I need 10 Democrats. I need 10 Democrats. And Nancy's like, I, I don't think we should do this in front of everybody. And, and Trump goes, what? I thought you loved transparency. I'm being transparent. <laughs> but it, I'm telling you right now, Stacey, it was one of the most beautiful things I had ever seen. So then Chuck Schumer, who's got his head like hanging down, like he can barely look up, and he tries to get, well, well, you said... You said you'd uh, you'd shut down the uh, you'd shut down the government if we didn't play ball. You you love to make that threat of shutting down the government, and Trump goes, "Hey, when I make the threat, I'll do it, and it won't be like your shutdown, Chuck. It won't be like yours because yours failed. It was beautiful. So they come. So Nancy can't bring. She keeps bringing it back around to." You have the Congress, you have the Senate, and Trump is like losing patience with her. He's looking at her like she's a crazy person. Oh, she is. Going, he goes, Nancy, Nancy, I need 10 Democrats. I could pass it today in the Congress. Congress has already passed it. We're good to go. 10 Democrats. And she, again, she like three or four times, she's like, let's not do this in front of the press. And Trump's <laughs> like, no, let's do it. Let's do it right now. So then Schumer comes at Trump again about shutting down the government, shutting down the government. And then Trump, in a, it was, one of, again, one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen in politics. I'm not even kidding. He goes, you know what, Chuck? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the mantle. Yep, I will. And you can, you can call it the Trump shutdown. You, you probably will. But, what, but again, it won't be like the Schumer shutdown. This one will be good. I will <laughs> shut down. He goes, I will. 
like he just owned it. He just mm-hmm. stepped up and he goes, I will shut it down because we need a wall. We need border security to protect American citizens from these bad people who are coming in, from the drugs that are coming in. I believe in securing our border. So if that means, and he, oh, it was the best. It was the best. And Schumer just, Schumer, his head keeps going down. He just keeps looking at his feet. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, and it was completely transparent, and it's how our government works, and it just encapsulates the problem. You know, Pelosi was for border security. Uh, Schumer was, was for, yeah, mm-hmm. Obama was, Hillary was. They just don't want to say the word wall. They just don't want to say the word wall, and it has become insanely obvious <clears throat> to anybody who was watching that. They, they literally... They well, and literally they don't even want border, rather, border security they, anymore. They would, they would, they would rather have um, Americans dead. They would rather have Americans ODing in the streets than give this guy five billion bucks for a, for a stupid wall. And then they keep going. They keep coming to this. We could do it with drones. We could we could do all this with drones and sensors. Are you stupid? I'm gonna do a video about this tomorrow. I'm gonna do a video about it tomorrow. Because, like, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll stop people. Oh, well, let's not cross here. There might be a drone. So what, then the drone sees you and sends a signal back to home base, and then you got to tell uh, G.I. Joe to get in the Jeep and get on the walkie-talkie and get the other guys, and hopefully you get there in time? No, build a wall. Set it and forget it with a 35-foot with a hole. It was, it was beautiful. You have, I'm sure it's all over YouTube. You have to see it. It's Okay, I, I guess it, I do. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's it's everything wrong with that. That's the great side effect of Trump. That's the great side effect of Trump is that you get moments like this and you see like sure if the cameras weren't there they would have done all this crap in private and no one would ever know why. Why can't they come to an agreement and then they spin it their way and he spins it his way? It was gorgeous. Well, maybe it was his idea then. Oh yeah, Nancy. I mean, I Nancy truly what, believe- didn't like it. I truly believe that if he had done a little more, I offered these people a deal, secure the border, make some minor changes to our immigration system, and you get double the number of DACA kids, and they said no. Americans want the border secured. Americans want, you know, merit-based immigration. And Americans want to be kind to these children who were brought here, you know, as babies. We can do all three, and I will sign it. They won't pass it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's just and, and it's good just to have all that out in the open. Just have it all out in the open. They don't. And then and then if, so, so of course everyone in the media is like, "Wow, Chuck and Nancy really showed Trump." And I'm like, "Wow, we are watching two different movies. We really are." And it's, <laughs> it's and it's getting it's getting I worse. Saw. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, like, it's going to get so much worse before 2020. It, it it really really will, um, and I just and and so many other things. That, of course, in the well, Trump just dominates the news cycle with uh, with this and with that and with this. But like so many other things are going on with this uh, with the General Flynn case. Holy smoke! More and more keeps coming out about that. The judge has finally intervened. Like the judge who's supposed to sentence him. Mm-hmm. General Flynn, and once again, it comes back to this for me, like General Flynn, who did something so egregious, so horrifying, that the the Mueller people are like, nah, he shouldn't go to jail. 
Like what? What? What the hell are we talking about anymore? <laughs> is listen, this guy, his life has been ruined. His life has been ruined. He had to sell his house to pay for his legal bills and all this, and his name has been dragged through the mud and, oh, and his blah blah blah. And then, yeah, and then the people who are coming at him, they're like, yeah, he's he's such he's such a horrible guy. He shouldn't even go to jail. The same thing with that Papadopoulos. Well, you tried to you tried to topple our system of government. Mm, two weeks. It's just like, what are we doing? So it comes out now, and this is what the judge is finding out. Now, I, this is all just what I've gleaned from Twitter. So I'm, who knows? I might be totally repeating half truths to the gypsy. Um, I guess the FBI like actively talked him out of bringing a lawyer. They're what? like, hey. Yeah, they're like, hey, we want to talk to you about some stuff, Mister. Uh, I'm the new head of national, whatever the heck. What was what was General Flynn's title? Was it something with the national national security. National security, whatever. Yeah. So so, uh, so Flynn's like, so wait, is this like an, an an interview? Are we just hanging out? Should I be bringing a lawyer? And then uh, Comey is like, dude, dude, don't bring a lawyer. Because if you bring a lawyer, then I have to say it's one of these things, and then it's going to be a whole Department of Justice. We're just, like, going to hang out. So he, like, he literally was on stage bragging about, like, in a normal in a normal White House, I wouldn't have gone away with this. If this would have been the Obama White House, or even the, the, the George Bush White House, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But, like, this was a way to sneak in a couple FBI agents. So he's, it's, and it's freaking Peter Strzok. So, so Struck and some other person go out there, and Flynn's just like talking, blah blah blah, and they're like, okay, cool. So it's like it's like they're just they're just like hanging out. Then they come back and they fill out their forms, and they're like, yeah, he wasn't lying. He was not being duplicitous. In our opinion, he was not lying. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the I guess it's called like a three hundred two report, right? So instead of signing off on that immediately, which they normally do which they mm-hmm. normally do, they sat on that, and they just let that remain open until, like, seven months later. So so Comey gets fired, and then all of a sudden Andy McCabe comes in, and Andy McCabe's like, yep, he was lying. He was a straight-up liar. So that's how they got General Flynn. The, the I'm entire- still not 100% sure of what they got him on, but it's I, I think it's li- lying to the FBI. Just, the whole idea, in my mind, at the time, that the Obama administration would open an investigation into a their political opponent's campaign, like just the bad optics of that alone. Then you add the obvious bias with McCabe, and then you add the text between Strzok and Page, and then you add seven months to sign off on a standard report, and you add... It's just not a good look. And no one's talking about it. Well, of course not. And no one's talking about it. Everyone's like, ooh... Uh, you know, did Trump violate uh, campaign finance laws? And to come back to something that that, that you just mentioned, the the, the struck page texts, mm-hmm. those are gone. What? They've all been destroyed. What? Forty thousand text messages have been destroyed, never to be seen again. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Those um, those those mysteriously went bye bye. 
last yeah, week. Yeah, but they were printed out. I mean, we still have to have them somewhere. Boy, I hope so. Boy, I hope so. And uh, you know, because once you have you have turns multiple into ones and zeros, it can't really disappear. The carrier has to have I mean, to can you go them. through the? I, I I hope so. I hope you're right because I, I believe it's like the FBI and the Department of Justice going. Yeah, we 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 accidentally got rid of those. We uh we yeah, we that's goofed. not an accident. No, it's it's it, it's it's amazing to me, and it's the same way the IRS. That was the other one that I'm still not over that one. Yeah, no. The lowest the lowest learner emails, and they go, yeah, evil. we uh we we deleted all those, we got rid of all those, and then so she's fired, and the new head of the IRS comes in, and somebody at the IRS goes, hey, you know what? We still have those. It turns out we still do have them, and then the new head of the IRS gets rid of those. And we're we, and we're supposed to just look the other way and go. Wait a minute! Now you're actively destroying evidence, and no right. one ever gets into no one ever gets into trouble. No but one ever gets. And this Trump's, is like the the, the Trump's frustration. Gonna, Trump's going to get into trouble for paying off women, which he's been paying off for decades. That had nothing to do with the election. It's on. It's. I'm telling you, Gypsy. It's crazy. <laughs> I grew and then up and then in this morning, nobody is then, sitting here going. Oh my God! You mean Donald Trump paid off a woman he slept with while he was married? We're all going, yeah. And, we and knew here's that. The, here's the crazy thing, but like like I'm watching the the Sunday news pro. I'm watching Chris Wallace go toe to toe back and forth with with Rudy Giuliani, mm-hmm. and Giuliani towards the end of the segment, in just like in a shotgun blast of information, yeah. he's like, what he he goes, what the FBI did to Mike Flynn. Is is egregious. They should be brought up on charges. It was perjury. It was the worst. And he's he he, he pretty much says everything except for the web. The, the the FBI had been weaponized. Mm-hmm. And Chris Wallace is cracking up. He's like literally laughing. And, and like, are are we legitimately supposed to care more that like yeah oh my, what Donald Trump didn't want people to know he was having an affair with the Playboy Bunny what. Like that is supposed to be more egregious than than our government being weaponized against against its own citizens. Are you kidding? And it's like how I, I don't see how uh, unless there's information I don't know. Unless I'm just on some like uh, like Sean Hannity uh, steroid buzz right now. But right. like everything that I've seen, everything that I'm seeing leads to. Uh, the weaponization of the Department of Justice, the weaponization of, of the FBI, all these big agencies to try to stop uh, a political candidate. Well, and I don't, I don't only, like it. There's only two people I can read on this topic anymore because the rest of it's just insane. Who? Who do you uh, got? Kimberly Strassel at the Wall She's Street good. Journal. She's and good. And um, Andrew C. McCarthy over at National Review. He's a former federal prosecutor. He breaks it down really well into like bite-sized pieces that the average Joe can understand. That that's what I need. Yeah. That no his his entire his entire library on writing about the Mueller investigation and everything else is just fantastic. It is. Uh, it's it's really 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 disheartening, and it seems to me like the strategy of the left is just to play is just to play out the clock. They're just going to run out the clock. Wait till January, and then, and I tell you, they'll get rid of all these investigative bodies. And I don't know, I really don't know how much more the American people can take. I don't know if 
the vast majority, like everybody's upset that, that, you know, Donald Trump is president and they're marching in the street and the women have their hats and they're marching and they're angry and they're angry and angry. Uh, and, and, and they've this whole, oh, Donald Trump is in cahoots with uh, the Russians and the Russians are the ones that got him elected. And then you got the head of Google uh, testifying that the Russians spent all of $4,000, four grand on Google ads that dude just testified in front of so like there there I, I really don't think there's any there there and if, I, I and if don't there, know were you gonna decide who to vote on based on on a Facebook ad or a Google ad? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. I mean, but, but for the media still to be so focused on the Russia Russia, and I know I've complained about this before on the show, but I'm still not over it. I'm still not over it. Just the chance if there is a chance that the FBI was was weaponized against private citizens if there's a chance that department of justice was like who's watching the watchers i don't it all stinks to high heaven and it the, the whole i i'm still not over the irs thing i don't know and like what and, and this is why people chant lock her up lock her up because it seems like no one ever gets in any trouble mm-hmm. who was that it was chuck grassley uh, during that whole uh, uh, Supreme Court justice Kavanaugh, uh, Kavanaugh confirmations, mm-hmm. so you had that that one girl uh, says those outrage. She makes those outrageous claims, and to to Michael Avenetti, and 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 then she admits they were false. Like the girl admits she was making it up, and Chuck Grassley sends like this warning letter, like, "Hey, you've violated this law, and you're going to get in trouble." Blah 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 blah. Nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Like I, I'm, I'm at a point in time now. Somebody has to go to jail, or or there is no law. There just is no law. You can just do whatever, whenever, say whatever you want, and there are no consequences. Unless you're a Republican, and you and you had your uh, lawyer write a check to, uh, and that's just like such. It's so insanely uh, boring, and, and and when guys like Chris Wallace, who I'm I'm rapidly losing respect for that guy. He, like you can't you can't chase the big story, and you got you got Brit Hume. Brit Hume is he knows what's up. Brit Hume is awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Nobody cares. Like literally, nobody cares. If. Republicans in mass had cared about Donald Trump's adultery and how he dealt with this. None of this was a secret during the oh campaign. My, I'm None so glad. I'm so glad you. I thought, I thought you were saying nobody cares about the FBI lying. And no, the, no. It's like I am so like I. I just don't care if the best you've got after spending what thirty five million dollars of taxpayer money is some archaic campaign finance thing that maybe happened are, are you kidding me oh this was oh. supposed to be about a foreign power trying to influence our election and whether or not we had elected the manchurian freaking candidate yeah and we're coming down to a campaign finance violation for some hush money it, it, no i i can't even it's, hmm. it's, it's hard, it's, it's hard to believe. And then when you watch all these, 
uh, these political pundits and all these new shows and with their hand wringing and they're like, oh, this is the end. This is the end. The walls are closing in. What? And, and, they, and they debate it. They debate this to the nth degree. Well, when John, when John Edwards in campaign finance, you're going to have a hard time convincing a jury. Now, Donald Trump and his history, it's like they and they talk and they talk and they talk about it. And then I'm they so casually and, and the FBI might be weaponized. <laughs> I'm so glad I took a vacation. Yeah. Well, you I'm pick- going to go back to writing about the transgender Miss Universe and other things I can actually wrap my brain around because I can't even wrap my brain around this insanity anymore. It's 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 madness. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. You you have to see uh, the the Chuck and Nancy Donald aspect of it all. Here's here's well, and then I one thing I did catch a little bit of. Um, was now Patreon's banning people? Yes. Sargon Patreon. of God? Seriously? He's a liberal. They, and I, I think we discussed this last week, and if you go through my Twitter timeline, it's still on there, but like Jordan Peterson, uh, Jordan, who I'm, I'm working on a Jordan Peterson impression, by the way. I'll, I'll, I, might, I might let that go in a little bit. Uh, he's trying to get together a list of everyone, like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, mm-hmm. banned from Patreon. Uh, it's just, they're just un... Lauren you're Southern, no longer I think. a person. It's, it's, uh, well, it's madness. They did it to Alex Jones, and they've been doing it to Milo for a while. Um, so, you know, we, we banned the gay Jewish provocateur... Then we ban the guy whose tinfoil's on a little bit too tight. And now we're just going to keep moving the bar over and over and over and over, you know, until we ban Ben Shapiro for saying that a biological man cannot become a woman. You joke. I, I'm not joking. I'm you being joke, dead serious. It's, it's, it's right around the corner. And I don't know when do... When do the conservatives rally? When do we? I'll tell you this. I'll say this. I'll but say I mean, this. it's literally not just conservatives being affected. It's the Eric Weinstein's, Brett Weinstein's, Jordan Peterson is a is a, of the left. He's not some big conservative, but he's saying men and women are different, and that's heresy. And oh, and and Ted Lou. I don't know where you're around for this one. Oh, but ugh. but Ted Lou is like I would. I really has. He has no problem with squashing speech, no yeah. problem at all. And if that, well, and he's and that a doesn't... moron, so it doesn't help. <laughs> that guy. Oh, is he your representative, or do you have some other gem out there? Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm trying to remember who's. Oh, yeah. I'm. I forget the guy's name, but no, I'm. I'm not. I'm oh, not Ted Lou, and I'm not. No. 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 That would be hilarious if I was. Oh no, I just dropped my notes, my precious notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's no one, no one as sexy as Swalwell or or uh, Maxine <clears throat> or Waters. <laughs> no, it's they're all. Oh, Adam Schiff is digging in. He's he's Schiff uh, brains. Yeah, I've I've driven I've driven through his a little section of the 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 Schiff part of L.A. Oh, it's dreamy. It is dreamy. I'm assuming you're being sarcastic. Oh, completely sarcastic. It's dicey. Oh, and, and then it is dicey. I saw so, something 
somebody dropped something in a in a Twitter message group I'm in that now they're going after Tucker's advertisers for saying immigrants make our country less safe and dirtier. Did you yes. miss? Did you miss the outbreak in in L.A.? They, it, it's it, it's. I'm like, what in the world? Amazing how. And I saw and I they saw this one. I saw this one like, too. The all these cities that are sanctuary cities like Denver and San Francisco and New York City, they don't even say anything if you like defecate on the street now. Do you have any idea the diseases and nastiness that pass like that? Someone someone on Twitter put together a, a video montage. I think it's like Chris Cuomo uh, on CNN going, uh, this is horrifying to say. They, 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 they want us to believe that the caravan's full of uh, disease and bad people. That's simply not the case. It, it's it was, simply actually. not true. And then they smash cut to a reporter going, this is the quarantine tent. They have 600 people in quarantine. They're asking people to wear masks. It's just like... It's just like blatant okay. you uh, lies and falsehoods. You already have an outbreak of typhus from fleas in L.A., okay? You already have yeah. it. The only person that's talking about it is Dr. Drew Pinsky and Adam Carolla. You can barely find any other information on it. I think I saw one article. You know what happens after it's in the fleas? It gets into the lice, and then it's all over your schools and everything else. And it is a horrible, horrible, horrible disease to have. And we haven't had it in this country in a hundred years. <laughs> it's, there's no, there's no, like, there's no one main reason. And this is what the left is always going to want to do. And this is what the, the pundits are always going to want to do. They're always going to pin you down to, like, what's the one reason you don't want these beautiful people here? And it's like, it's a multitude of reasons. One, we can't take any more. Two, they take more than they give. Three, we don't know who they are. Four, there's diseases. Five, there's bad people. There's so there's there's just tons of reasons. There's well, tons goes, of reasons to say no. To and that. then hold on, these morons. Were you around for this? They eat, they want fifty thousand bucks to go home. What? Uh, yeah, like some no. represent some representative from the caravan says, uh, "Hey, uh, we have a message." And uh, if you want us to go back to our home country, America, that's going to cost you 50000 bucks a head. No, like, no, see, so these, because you're going to so stay these, in Tijuana because you're not coming in. This is like, <laughs> we're, we're good people. We're wonderful people. We're just searching for a better life. I'm sorry, we're full. Okay, we're such good people. We're going to blackmail you. And <laughs> like, they went... They went from good, hardworking people to straight-up blackmailers in, like, a heartbeat. Give us what we want or else. Okay. It's, uh, that, so that, so that happened as well. Can I just well. go back to New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Absolutely. Now I need a hand grenade. So much more. We're just scratching the surface. We're just oh, scratching wow. the surface. I want and I want to I want to oh I wanted to get back to a, to an earlier point but uh, m maybe we can go back 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 to that. You know what my uh, trip caused me to No, we're talking about miss. Say what? You know what my trip caused me to miss? All the good stuff? No, what? Opening night of Aquaman. No, it hasn't opened yet. I thought it opened on the 14th. Uh I think that's overseas. I don't think it's opened uh, up oh, uh, domestically. Okay. We're not we're not onto that yet. 
but you'll be very right. pleased. You're 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 staring you're staring down the pipe of uh, Aquaman two. I guarantee it. That thing's crushing overseas, crushing. And there's we're not only ready. one reason. It's not the story. It is abundantly clear. <laughs> you want to have wild gypsy sex with Jason Momoa. No, I just want to go see him on the big screen. Okay. Well, I guess we'll do this now. You can. <laughs> No one's ever going to know. No one's ever going to know. Except gotta... everyone who listens to the podcast. No, I'm talking about, this is, this is not reality we're talking about. You have, <laughs> you have one free night with Aquaman. You take it or leave it. Uh, in my current situation, I would leave it. No, no one's ever going to know. No <laughs> Somebody one's ever always know. knows. No, well, you, you will know. And that would Aquaman be enough. <laughs> you don't understand. Well, yeah, you do. You were raised Catholic, right? Absolutely. Listen, I just wrote. I just wrote an an article, a wonderful article. I've been on fire lately. I've been in fuego on the Loftus Party website, but I don't want to. I don't want. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. There's a whole. So there's a big study about. Uh, sex with robots right robot sex oh no a no robot brothel open robot 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 so uh, a guy from like the kinsey institute surveyed four thousand people across america and and like pretty much asked the question is is anybody into this is anybody for real like thinking about it? like no one is really then the numbers are so low i thought the they did are- some poll that like millennials were fine with it no, the the numbers are the the numbers like was it was like ten percent of women said they've thought about it, and and like seventeen percent of men said they've thought about it. Now, of those that responded, uh, I've thought about it. The, 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 there was a follow up question: Do you think about it frequently uh, or not so frequently? And everybody's like, "Ooh, not not so frequently." <laughs> so it's like well, the then, only people the, who really think about it a lot. It's like one point two percent of the population well, is like robots, 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 robots. Yes. But what's the bigger question? Would you do it? <laughs> oh well, you'll have to read my article. Oh, okay. you'll have to read because my not, my not fine, you personally, but I'm talking if you did this big th- thinking about something. There's a lot of things I think about that I'm not going to do. Well, we have to get you to the. We have to get you to that point where you'll actually do them. <laughs> we have to. That's what we're here. The reason I would think about the idea of sex and robots is because somebody wrote an article about robot brothels. Okay, I thought about it. I'm not going to do it. Well, here, here's. <laughs> this isn't like the punchline to the piece or anything. But my, my finding is this. I'm like, no, I'm because I'm. My whole thing is like the technology still isn't there. It just still isn't there. But like, if we're talking about like robots that you see in movies like in uh blade runner 2049 mm-hmm. where the robot can 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 get up make me a sandwich and then leave <laughs> and drive back to robot headquarters oh. i am all in i am all in but but like do i do i look forward to like dragging around a, a 120 pound hunk of latex and circuit boards and going Ugh, what have I done? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into that. Oh my god! I'm not god. into that. Oh yeah. So that's god. the problem. In the current state of affairs, yeah, not so. This much. This sounds I've like never... a stand-up bit. Hate to tell you. 
Oh, it should be. It, it should, should be. be. And maybe it will be. All right, so we're going we're gonna to segue back into uh, a little bit of philosophy and then the news. My, my personal philosophy, and I'm really, try, I'm really trying to change. I am uh, I'm a creature of, uh, of habit, whatever, as a, as a stand-up comedian, as a performer. I don't like to see what other people are doing. I don't want to be influenced by that. I just want to do my own thing, do my own thing, do my own thing. And I'm really trying to reach out now because we were talking about Twitter earlier and people who just get eliminated and then they can't make money on Patreon and they just they don't have websites. They, they can't do anything. Uh, I'm really and I'm trying to like actions speak louder than words to reach out to fellow creators in the conservative, Republican, libertarian community. I met a couple of dudes. They're doing short comedy films for uh, The Blaze and for CRTV. I met these guys. One guy, is his name is Len. The other guy's name is Bradford. Very cool dudes. Uh, I'm hoping that we can kind of do something together. And, and I don't know what it is. I'm sure they're contractually obligated to the Blaze and CRTV to be exclusive. But hopefully we can get some project working uh, in the future. There's another guy that I know does this uh, show, Conservatively, Conservatively Unplugged. Uh, Judd, he's my buddy Judd. And I'm actively, I, I tell you, I am, it, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll liken it to the revolution. If we don't hang together we will all hang separately. Mm-hmm. And, and, and th- so I'm really, really trying to do this uh, on the West coast. I don't know what's going on the East coast. I'm not there anymore. Uh, with, in the standup community with like-minded individuals. But if you're hearing this and you live in New York, uh, shoot me an email, DM me on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I will listen. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. So I just, I just wanted to get that out in part of the public because because here's what's happening. The other thing that happened that, that you missed uh, is the Weekly Standard went under. They there they are no moss. Uh, Bill Crystal's thing. Now whether whether you love them or you hate them, I don't know. I, I, I'm bummed out that people have lost their jobs. You know, right before. Uh, Christmas and all that good stuff. Well, and I mean, but, not everybody at the Weekly Standard was Bill Crystal either. I mean, exactly. And this is the thing where, like, I don't want, like, I never bought the Weekly Standard. I never, I have a huge philosophical differences with Bill Crystal. Mm-hmm. However, you're right. There were some good people over there. And the, I mean, what the right really needs, what we really need is like that sense of community. Can I hire anybody from the Weekly Standard? No, I cannot. However, it's 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 kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. But if you're if you hey if you work at the Weekly Standard and you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to submit, uh, I'm <laughs> I am reading samples. <laughs> you'd like to send a sample article? Actually, no. It's not even that hard. All you have to do is sign into theloftestparty.com and you're already good to go. Yeah, hey, start posting right, stuff. Start posting. If it's you work like Facebook Standard, for fun people. Your mom's not on there. That is true. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, but Not she yet. might be. I, I want to say this too, and I don't know. I'm just. It's very. Uh, I apologize. This is. It has to be hard for the listener to follow. I, on Saturdays, uh, I do the the butt for your timeline. I'm sorry. What? I, 
I, I post a on, on Instagram, on the Loftus oh, Party's Instagram, okay. and on the Twitter account. I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's sexy. I think it's funny. It's one, So a few months ago, it was a picture of a spoon, like a spoon holder that looked like a butt. So, <laughs> so I put that up there. But last, last night's was just fantastic. It was, just, it was my favorite one so far. And the week before's was really good. And I'm not getting a lot of love for this. I'm feeling kind of lonely. I think people are afraid. They're afraid to like it. It's all tastefully done. It's it's all it, this this one's you have to go look at it. It's fantastic. It's fishnet stockings, long legs, sweet sweet booty, and then in the background you've got the Eiffel Tower. It's all black and white. It's very, it's very. I think it's romantic and sexy. And that one, I, it's weird. It's like this is how this is how much I don't know about social media. I'm like, oh, this one's great. This one's going to blow. This is going to get a lot of likes. No. People are cowards. They're cowards. Hmm. I would not have thunk that. I know. I'm like, this is, this is, this is tasteful. It's good. It's wonderful. Okay, so the Weekly Standard's dead. Those poor guys. There was a guy, there was a guy who was on Fox News a lot. Stephen uh, a Hayes. Younger, Stephen Hayes. That's a good egg. No, I like Stephen Hayes. I like him a lot. I wonder where that guy's going to land. Oh, um, it, he's got to find a home. He does. He's he's very good. Very oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, honestly, Bill Crystal's been out of the day-to-day operation of the Weekly Standard. It was actually, Hayes was doing the, the day-to-day management of it. Um, yeah. But his name is just still so attached to it. And he's just, he and, and Tom Nichols are just so arrogant. It's one oh, thing. It's it's one thing to disagree with someone, but when you take these huge data voids that that people like over at the IDW are identifying, right, of huge masses of population that love other cultures and people from other countries, but think we need to do something different about immigration. That's like a majority American position. Yeah, we love people. We want to do something different. When you start talking to those people like there's something fundamentally wrong with them, you're going to you're going to blow up your whole thing. I mean, it's just going to blow up. Uh, yeah. And it's and it's very and when you start demeaning uh the people who did vote for Trump mm-hmm. and the people who do like listen, it to me uh we've had this discussion a lot. It was it was yeah. a binary choice. It was a binary choice. Yep. It was it was Hillary for open borders and socialism or uh Trump for we for, don't really know what, but for, for we're going to cross our fingers and hope for the best. Right. We like his list of Supreme Court justices. He talks a good game. Let's wait and see. And he says and, and things I, that other people won't say. Like yes, if he could, if he could always hit the the nail with the hammer, it would be great. Sometimes he hits a puppy. Um. Yeah, and, but, and I tell you what, I just like that he's swinging for the fences. Yeah, no, and and I honestly believe it was that level of frustration with do nothing, and and the thing that scares everybody in Washington, Republican, Democrat alike, is he's not one of them. Yeah, he and wants that's, to and know that's, why these people aren't getting in trouble. It's uh, it's what, and then here's the thing, and and it's. Trying to think about how to phrase this, they've uh, they've successfully demonized anyone who voted for Trump. And mm-hmm. if you support, if you if you say 
you voted for Donald Trump, and it's like you and I just did. You almost have to do this kind of pre-apology. You know, they're like, who did you vote for? Well, you know, it was kind of a binary choice and I couldn't, you know, so, and that's why I'm going farther and farther. I'm going farther and farther with my support to try to counterbalance all that stuff. And I want to say this before, before we continue and and, and because I've fallen victim to it, like you've been gone, you were out of town for a week. Mm -hmm. So literally I set me. Myself, Michael Loftus, I set the tone for here's what we're going to talk about, here's what's important, here's what's important. Mm -hmm. And I have failed. I have failed. Because one of the other things that happened this week, which is just completely and utterly awesome, is that Trump signed an executive order. He's got this urban council. Uh, It's mostly learned uh, black people who know about the community. They know about these uh, really bad neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And he is getting... He has opened up the gateway for these opportunity zones. He signed the executive order. It's a tax incentive program for these distressed neighborhoods. He's found a way to cut through the red tape and get it, make it easier for people to invest in these properties and get small business loans. He's, he has done more for the black community with this one little executive order than I would argue Obama did in eight years. And this is, and like no one's talking about it. I should have had that at the top of the show, but here we are. We're like, we're, we're going on 50 minutes in and I'm just now bringing it up. And it's, 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 it's my own fault, but it's like, it's what the rest of the media is doing too. And like, as we're like, Oh my gosh, this and that and the other thing. And I'm apologizing for voting for the guy. I want to go farther in my support for this dude. I really do. Because they're, they're trying to make everybody embarrassed and gun-shy. And that's how they're going to win 2020. That's how they're going to try to win. I don't know. Americans are... They may not say it, but they're going to do what they want. Oh, I hope so. I you hope know, so. I mean, I have no problem saying that he has governed much more conservatively than I ever would have expected. Yeah. I did not expect him to govern as even a traditional Republican, let alone anything more conservative than that. Um, and he has. So I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. Sometimes I read his Twitter timeline and I cringe. I don't. I do. Which, what's, what's, well, I, I don't want to stay on the Twitter too no, no, long, I, but like, what's, the, what's a cringy he, one for you? The, the, the cringy stuff is when he's doing stuff that I think is going to come back and bite him in the ass like stop talking about the Mueller investigation shut up shut up shut up shut up shut up I think it's great (laughs) in a lot of respects because a lot of people don't know uh, like uh, Mueller was the dude who like sealed the deal for the uranium one I think Mueller was literally the delivery boy for uranium one and Mueller Mueller did a lot of like no but I'm saying like fine when Trump brings up when Trump brings up stuff like the Mueller investigation, he talks about, "Hey, Mueller is crooked. Mueller did X, Y, and Z." At least people then have to discuss it right. on some level. If he was just sitting back and taking it, but like, yeah, he does. Uh, he does say some embarrassing things. Well, no, just, just sometimes, like sometimes you read it and you're like, "Oh my God, your lawyer wants to die right now." Oh right? yeah, like you yeah. let these people help. Just let them help you. Just let them help you. Well, it's uh, I, it's part to me. It's it's part of the charm of being the new guy. 
I'm a new guy. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a professional politician. And that's the other thing that you have to constantly remind yourself of. Like he's not. He's never run for public office before. Like he did yeah. the presidency, and that's can it. Can you just, imagine any other Republican having that televised press conference you described to me? No. And that was what was so beautiful about it. That was so beautiful. She's like, let's do this behind closed doors. No, no, this is good. This is transparent. Let's do it right here, right now. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take that mantle. I'll, I'll shut down the government. And here's why. Because I care more about Americans than you do. It was beautiful. Okay, I want to get to this just because I think it's funny. Uh, Mika Brzezinski. Oh, God. Uh, she called, uh, like, Mike Pompeo. She goes, uh, what is he? Is he is he an actual uh, diplomat? Or is he just uh, some Saudi Arabian dictator's butt boy? What? And I guess, yeah, she called Mike Pompeo uh, a dictator's butt boy. And I think she thought she was being really cute and really clever with it. Uh, she must have just learned. What's with the left and the gay slurs? Exactly. They seem to like them a lot. It, a little bit too much, methinks. So she had to do, she had to do a tearful tearful apology on the air yeah, i'm not buying which, it oh i'm not buying it either <laughs> i just i just wanted to, i just want a camera in the house when she and joe discuss that you know because for joe that's an opening he's like so wait so so butt boy's a bad thing like are you not uh and i guarantee i don't know i used to think mika wasn't <laughs> i now, here's what I think. I think Mika wants to be dominated. I think Mika wants, she desperately wants Joe to be an alpha, and I just don't think he can do it. I just think he's a total beta, beta uh, soy boy. And so you're going to have, she's like Madeline Kahn in Young Frankenstein. <laughs> How Madeline Kahn would totally dominate Gene Wilder until finally the monster was like, Taffeta, darling. That was just too much. Okay, I know, so I'm, I know. it's it's not that. It's just I don't watch the show because I can't stand either one of them. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. It's I fantastic. I know there's some high comedy on it and everything else, but geez, Louise, she's and insufferable. I, I will tell you the other thing that I this happened to me last night. There's a guy on Twitter, and I don't know if you if you follow him, uh, Carpe Donkum. Not sure. It, Carpe, it's like C A R P E, uh, Donkum, D O N. This dude does memes, mm-hmm. and I, I meant I meant to send him a direct message last night. I had to stop watching it because it was too funny. It, it this guy. Is if it you're videos on Twitter, or memes? It is videos. He, he he's he's fantastic. He's fantastic. He, he's a big Trump supporter. I'll tell you that uh, going in, which mm-hmm. which I thoroughly enjoyed. But oh my God, he, I'm telling you, Gypsy, he had he had uh, Wolpum Gangum style. <laughs> he had that one, and he had Trump's head on that Korean guy that sings the song. It was hilarious. I had to stop. What this guy is so talented and so funny, and he did like an internet streaming show. He had thousands of people watching it last night. I did. I didn't see the live stream. I caught into it late, but I was howling. I was crying with laughter. You guys have to, have to, have to follow uh, Carpe Donkum. Okay, I'm gonna try to do my Jordan Peterson impression, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, You're Aquaman. Break my heart. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> uh, 
but now, now I can't do it. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. No, that's not. Oh, I'm not. I can't get my voice up high enough. I'm ruining it. I've ruined it. I've, I've built it up. Uh, no, that's not what I said at all. That's not. <laughs> I can't do it now. I was crushing it earlier. I was walking I think around the house. would be very hard to do. Oh, no. And, and listen, I was hanging out in New York, and a buddy of mine, his his friend does it. So I'm oh, actually God. doing I'm doing an impression of my, 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 my buddy doing it. And he does a great, uh, but <laughs> it's so fantastic. I can't do it now. Oh, no, that's not. Uh, he, his voice goes up. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> I, uh, oh, well. I'll work on it, you guys. I'll work on my Jordan Peterson impression. I want to be—I want to be one of a handful of people that can do a solid Jordan Peterson impression. Okay, a little bit of Hollywood news, and then I might throw in some Jordan Peterson if if I if I feel uh, welcome. There's this show on CBS called Bull, and there was an actress. It just came out that she was paid nine point five million dollars uh, in a settlement. Because uh, I guess the guy who plays Bull was making some jokes on the set, and she didn't care for these jokes. <clears throat> so is and this a situation comedy? No, it's uh, it's 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 loosely based on the life of Doctor Phil. Uh, Doctor Phil, when he met Oprah, he specialized and he could he could evaluate potential jurors right so he would okay. he would look at a group of people and go that person is like this that he would read people and go you don't want her on your jury because of x y and z and so that's what he that's that's how he made his living okay. and then when and then when oprah went down to texas because of you know she was bad mouthing the beef people mm-hmm. she she hired dr phil and that's how she met him because he helped seat her jury so now they have a uh they have a TV show on CBS. It's like a romantic comedy drama procedural thing about this guy who that's what he does. He reads people. So it's a dude. I think he was on NCIS and he's been on CBS now for years and years and years and years and years. So this girl is, she has to endure. I guess one of the jokes was about a a possible three way. Now these jokes were not done like in private. These jokes weren't like, Hey, do this or else. It was like, an actor on the set joking around. Mm-hmm. So this girl, this girl won the lottery, in in my opinion. So what happened is she was cast uh, for like a, a four episode arc, and one of the writers on the show, who also is technically a producer, I always love it. when they go uh, a producer, uh, a writer producer on the show. You're a writer, but you've reached a lot. I guess I guess he off the record told this girl, he's like, hey, listen, uh, we really like you around here and we think you're going to come back and you're going to be a recurring character and it's going to be good for your career. and It's going to be awesome. So when it turns out this chick was like a stick in the mud and like, oh, don't make those kind of jokes. And she complained about it. Well, then you're like, OK, this she's not going to be fun to hang out with all day mm-hmm. when you shoot. When you shoot an hour-long drama, those are long days, you guys. That's like making a movie every week. We're talking about 13, 14-hour days. You don't want to hang out with someone who isn't fun. So uh, she complained, and uh, then it turns out they they didn't really uh, see a, a future for her with the show. So she sued. 
and uh, she got $9.5 million because that's how much she would have made if she would have been on the show as a recurring character for four years. I think it's outrageous, and that girl needs to thank her lucky stars that she grew up in the U.S. of A. Well, and, and took them to court in California. Oh, yeah. I mean, a Georgia jury would have been like, what? So now they want uh, the star of the show fired. Now the, the social justice warriors who got rid of Kevin Hart, they want, they want the lead actor to be fired. How dare he make jokes? How dare he make off-color jokes? It's just insanity. They want to suck the fun out of everything. That's what Can they you do. imagine how miserable it would be to be woke? Oh, my goodness. Can you Im- imagine just how miserable it would be to live in this kind of state of perpetual outrage? It would be horrible. That's not, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. I don't want to go. I was trying to do Jordan Peterson. <laughs> hey, we are. We've sadly run out the clock on this one. Like like Democrats staring down the barrel of a Republican subcommittee. We ran out the clock on this show. Wonderful things are happening, you guys. We got we got the gypsy back from New Orleans. She's learned some new spells. One piece. Wearing her one piece. <laughs> I said in one piece. And which, you know, what, no muggings, no pickpockets. Shame. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Keep keep your money in your shoe when you go to the big N.O. No, no, uh, no boob pictures. I guess it was too cold. Nobody was showing off their boobies for, nope, for beans. That's Not sad. even on Bourbon Street. That is, that is, it's sad. It's sad when someone. There were some women, women that had some beads. I have no idea how they got them. <laughs> See, those are the people you need to talk to. Here's listen for your next trip. You have to take footage. You have to take footage with your cell phone. I need. I, we need so much more uh, fun and frivolity and 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 drunken nudity. That's that's what's going to cure the. That's what's going to cure the country. And you got to be part of the solution. <laughs> I'm right there with you up to the drunken nudity. <laughs> oh, that's what you say now, but wait till you've had a couple of hurricanes and a few hand grenades. That's why we didn't get into the hand grenades. We're drinking something called a hand grenade, which I think is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's bright green. It looks like caterpillar innards, and there's so much sweet and sours mix in it that my tongue was numb. But was there booze? Oh, yeah, lots of it. Then you're happy. Then you're happy. It's New Orleans. It's booze. It's a hand grenade. I taste my food. <laughs> that's why it's so spicy that's why it's so spicy like, i can't to, to taste my through. food anyway <laughs> okay we're gonna have more guests for you in the future we're gonna have more updates for you in the future we're getting close to christmas time i'll remind everybody the shop is open we have we went we'll talk about this next week we went we went toe-to-toe with the the people of facebook and finally uh, we decided to take our ball and go home. Our shop is open at theloftestparty.com, and it's the good shop. It's the wonderful shop. There's messenger bags. There's uh, Pint T-shirts, glasses, shot glasses, beer it's, signs. There's women's underwear. It's fantastic. We've got it all. That's what I want. I want people to buy. 
T-shirts and send in pictures. I still want that. We've had a couple of great fans that, that did it, and I put them. I put the pictures on Facebook and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I want to do more of that. More of that. I'm so excited about the future. Everything's wonderful. Go to theloftestparty.com and and read up on uh, my fantastic article uh, about the robot sex and read up on. Uh, Holy smoke, Paul Hare did another post, another post. He, he knows reporters uh, that are over in Paris, and they're, they're in France, and they're, they're seeing what's really going on. Uh, Lisa Tate has a wonderful, she does these song lists that are just great. She has an instrumental playlist uh, for your Christmas party. There's stuff on Daredevil. There's Paul Hare and his buddies have a, they have some pieces of fiction up there. There's comic book news. There's my top 10 presidents of all time. There's an article about Generation X. You guys can post stuff too. There's it's a it's a merry little band, but you guys, you go to stories, you click start a new post, you create a story, ba boom ba boom. You're in. I don't know how we could make it easier. I love you all in as a group and as individuals. And we'll see you all next week.